Coast to upper 30s, low 40s. There may be some patches of frost in the morning. Friday should be a nice start to the weekend. Afternoon, morning sunshine. Afternoon high temperatures about 60. Tomorrow night, some clouds increase. So increasing clouds to partly cloudy at times Saturday. Lows in the morning, 40s to 50. In the afternoon will be approaching 70. Sunshine Sunday afternoon after early morning rain, 60s will stay steady throughout the day. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. At Social Security, we are always thinking of ways to save you time and make things easier. That's why we created My Social Security. A My Social Security account allows you to access your earnings history and benefits information, request a replacement Social Security card, get a proof of income letter, estimate and apply for benefits, and more. Save time. Go online. Open a My Social Security account at ssa.gov slash myaccount. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. One fourth of a world, and then it all came back this afternoon, and then it came back again and headed out. And you know how it goes in living worlds and uh, get copied on our brain, and also enjoy more than a little bit the flavors that surround us. It's the food show, we find a bottom. If we'd like to try out some wines, uh, some new books, maybe some restaurants. Here's how you do this. Gosh, I feel so important with all that applause. All that acquires. Well, you have to speak slowly. Uh, oh, you've got a name? I do. Yeah. I've had one How's it go? for 29 years. Marianne. Yeah. 29? Marianne? <laughs> Marianne Fitzmorris, Tom Fitzmorris, to yeah. Fitzmorai here doing the food show. Tom's been at it 33 years, me just uh -oh. too. Henry, you're going to be so proud of me. So mm. proud of me. Who will be? Uh, I have our, our WGSO points ready to go. That sounds good to me. I'm going to do it um, twice this show. <laughs> and listen to this. Somebody's bearding us. applause. Oh, how Where? will I stand it? applications oh, and you, make us glad to be alive glad to be alive glad it to is be alive. cold and crisp outside uh well, it's better though yeah it's you fun. know we, we turn our closet on yeah well, we had a good lunch today we did have a good we lunch been to today Keith young's in a while so we went to keith young's for lunch and i have there are two things that i want to talk about other than the almanac today mm -hmm. both of which were um spawned in my brain by two events Ah, the first is a conversation I had with um, Michael Gottlieb. Motlieb Gottlieb. I can't wait to hear who this You're might close. be. You got the M and the G right. Michael Gottlieb, he who is familiar. the chef of our new favorite restaurant, Chifunctas, who is from Savannah, where his family had a bakery for 100 years. Uh, well, I, I thought sent, it sounded familiar. Yes. Yeah, I, I, if that looks like I'm kidding, I'm not. The, the Mick family, family, uh, the long, long stale. If uh, you hear this, folks, it means I'm smacking Tom. What, I've, I've just been smacked at by. Um, <laughs> okay, so we went to uh, huh? we went to Keith's, and we're going to talk about that. But yep. uh, Michael Gottlieb is the chef of Chifuncta, and his family has been in the bakery business in Savannah, Georgia, for over 100 years. Jeez. And a listener sent me an article mm -hmm. that was in the New York Times 
about that bakery called Gottlieb's, mm. G-O-T-T-L-E-I-B-S. And uh, I don't subscribe to the New York Times, but uh, if you do and you miss that, you should go back and look for it. Or if somebody, if you know somebody who does and you want to read about it, it's a really good piece. It's about his, the writer's memory of Jewish rye bread. Well, everybody and eats bread. The article was and... really delightful on so many levels, but... Primarily, the focus of the article was, and we've talked about this before on the show, and I hope that we can get some traction on it today. Got books for anybody who wants to call for the first time. It's about your memory of something that you regard with effusive warmth, and it... it gets to you right in your heart. And it usually goes back to childhood. I've, I've referenced that movie Ratatouille about when the stuffy food critic goes into the restaurant run by the rats. It's, a, it's an animated Disney film. And, uh, or it might be Pixar, I'm not sure. And the minute he takes a bite of the Ratatouille, his eyes get as big as saucers and he he shrunk back into the size of a little boy eating at his mother's table. That's a powerful thing. That's a very powerful thing. And Tom has said so many times on the show, mm -hmm. do you remember it fondly? Why? And yep. is it the memory that you are gushing about rather than the reality of what it was. Like, for example, Jim's fried chicken. Mm -hmm. Okay, it ain't there no more. And I remember exactly where it was. I remember going there. I was not a Jim's fried chicken fan, aficionado, regular. I don't even remember Jim's fried chicken, but it just comes to mind as a place that's, that's gone. But a lot of people probably went there a lot, and maybe you do have some great memories of that. Whatever it is, whatever it is, like, I have memories of Emmanuel's hot tamales. And we did that in our family. And it's gone now. And I wonder if I would like Emmanuel's hot tamales to the degree that I remember liking them. Would it be the same when you went back so many years later? The point is that the article in the New York Times was written by this Jewish guy who moved to New York. He lived in Savannah. He moved to New York. And New York is supposed to have the best of everything, certainly the best Jewish food. And he kept looking for this rye bread that he was obsessed with as a child. And he went through the whole reason why the family dinner table and the sandwiches and the conversation. It's a fascinating article. And, um, and he kept this elusive search for the Gottlieb Bakery rye bread. And he, he also posed that question. Would it be as good so many years later, or was it just the memory of what it was associated with? And the, the article was that he did have to go back to Savannah several times. I think his mother was ill, and he did go have the, because the bakery closed, and then the two young brothers opened it, the Gottliebs, one of which is Michael, with his brother Lawrence. They reopened it for a few years, and then the strip mall closed and they bulldozed it for something. So it closed again, but he did have a brief spate of time 
where you know the the planets aligned where he was going back to savannah and he got a chance to experience the gottlieb rye jewish rye and says it's every bit as good as he remembered it and he stocked up on it put it in the freezer and then it was all gone but the question is as a very long intro and the question is is there something in your memory that you have not been able to experience again and it will forever be held in a special place in your heart does a it fond memory and have you ever had the opportunity to go back and eat it again many many years later and you go what was i thinking whereabouts does this it's anywhere it's everywhere anywhere Everyone okay. has memories of childhood I had a feeling that's you know, it. maybe it's nestle's quick or something who knows what mm -hmm. but um if you have such a memory and you held it dear and then you had the opportunity to have it again was it good mm -hmm. was it what you expected you know it's it's interesting i mean our memory and our our hearts are so intertwined i mean you can just you know i i lived in arizona for a while and it was dry all the time but occasionally it would rain and when it rained, you could smell the dust that had settled. Wet dust does not sound like a very appealing <laughs> thing to smell, but it actually really was. It was very, very distinctive. It was like pine and damp earth. And I've never had that smell again. And I went back not long ago and I had it again. And it was like, bam, transports me 35 years. You know, mm -hmm. it's just, it's it, it just a smell sometimes or anything. Anyway, I was just wondering if anyone else, this, this was a very heartfelt piece that I read and it made me think of things like that. And I was just wondering if anyone else has those thoughts. Is it available? Is what? there a, is there a shop somewhere around ten where you can? I kind of wish you could buy that that smell of the wet dust. I would have it. I would definitely have it. I would also, if you could buy the um, the pine smell of the Pacific Northwest, if you could spray that somewhere, I would I would buy that too. Those are two things I would definitely buy. Five five six Long nine trip home, huh? six nine six is the number. We went to Keith Young's for lunch, and I want to talk about onion rings when we come back. Parish Coffee is a small batch, handcrafted blend of carefully selected Central and South American beans, skillfully roasted to produce a coffee that is aromatic when you open the bag, robust when it's brewed, and very smooth and mellow when you drink it. This is a coffee that will take you through the day, a gourmet roast without the gourmet price. Pick up a bag where you shop or go to parishcoffee.com and see the full line. Parish Coffee. Hashtag wake up to parish. Keith Young Steakhouse on the North Shore in Madisonville is everything anyone thinks of when a steakhouse comes to mind. The environment is elegant and handsome. The service staff is knowledgeable, attentive, and friendly. And most important, the steaks are superb. The steakhouse sides are also great. Keith Young Steakhouse, 165 Highway 21, Madisonville, 985-845-9940. I like a Gershwin tune. How about you? About, about you. And you again. We won't ever let it hang. Our friends.
I'm still waiting for you to sing that I'm the top, Tom. And I'm still counting on Michael 75 to remind you every single time he comes. Are he they calls. coming today? No, he calls and then he oh. says that you should sing that song about me, but you never do. Oh, well. Well, why not? We can. Well, uh, I want to know that too. I am, right, in fact, well, we, the top. Who, there's no fat people around here. <laughs> five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six. So we had this good lunch at Keith Young's, which is always a winner. And I want to say it again. Tell us. Tom. Yes. Does not actually like strip steaks. <laughs> I don't. It's like I don't even think about it until halfway through the meal and I go, bing, of course, duh. So Tom, every time we have a steak anywhere, no matter where it is, no matter how top quality the steak place is, he complains throughout the meal about the toughness of the steak and quote, what is happening to beef now? So today, yeah. Tom was raving about the steak. I was? He was raving about the steak, how he's never what did, had- What did you have? How he's never had a steak yeah. there what that cut? he liked that much. And then I looked at his plate and I realized, bing. <laughs> you. I realized it's a filet, Tom. The reason. Uh, it's just is a rocky. Yeah. The reason that he, that mm -hmm. you liked it, was that the steak in front of you was not your usual strip. It was, in fact, a filet. So, news flash you like filet and it was you a filet. don't like strip the way you always thought yeah. you did. I think it was I a head trip I see where you're you. going. I think it was a head trip for you. You were always thinking that you had to have a strip because that was what a gourmet would eat. And the truth of the matter is the reason, Tom, that filets outsell strip steaks by something like 95% to 5 is that they're better. They're better. <laughs> they're, they're tender. They're soft. They're good. Anyway, Tom had a filet. And uh, scalloped potatoes, and I had, I'm sorry, everybody can finish this with me, the burger, with extra smoky bacon today, really well, good. Well, they were waiting for you and to get there. baked potato, and as we were in the dining room, I kept watching. And what was seen and what was found? Of gigantic onion rings onion rings ladies and gentlemen the dining onion room. rings super crispy i was stacked. hanging out with a friend of mine last night and we were going through a lot of uh french fries actually they weren't fresh oh, yeah. anymore because we were loaded yeah. with uh, the well, onion rings <laughs> trust me there is no comparison between the french fries you're referring to which came from chimes and the onion rings that i'm referring to which were at keith young's where they're hand cut yeah well they now, know what they're I am doing not i am not a thick no cut, what's happening i am not a thick cut onion ring person no when the onion Do you ring like to eat them is an inch to an inch and a half per slice. Yeah, that's that way figures. too thick for me. Mm -hmm. But even that fact aside, mm -hmm. watching the platters of onion rings pass by, I was really craving them. They just looked so good. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, eh, you know, maybe I can make an exception in this case because they just looked that good. Remember when um who does who does the onion 
volcano. Somebody. Oh, does. I know is who that you one remember. Of those yeah. Asian places, maybe. It was in a, a movie, I wasn't don't know. it? I think it was, <laughs> and they were always making a big fuss over big, big, big uh, animals. Well, the, now there was the um, there was the phase back in the nineties when Outback had their big onion mum. And, and that was good. You know, they had the onion mum where they had a whole onion and they chopped it and it stuck to the core in the bottom and then they deep fry the whole thing and then they served it with like a like a pinkish remoulade sauce, which was really good. It was. Can't mm-hmm. deny that. Yeah, and, but there's another one that does it and maybe somebody will remember this because I've seen it. Well, let's hear it. I, I think it might be in some kind of hibachi place. Oh. Where I... they stack up the onions. Yes. Just so and it makes like this volcano and then and, something comes out of the top. Does anybody know what and, I'm talking and, about? And there's enough there that you can pick up uh, a, a one of those little containers that are rounded off at the top and flat on the bottom, and you use them to put a little extra flavor on uh-huh. whatever it is you're after. Well, uh, I, in a couple of stores that I have bun, if I have bun, got that? And uh, I, I found that they had one of those. I used them in cars, but never uh, in my kitchen. And I did. And it had this really interesting, tangy quality of the food that they brought in at uh, Malagafioni. Wait, that's not it. Say, say, say the <laughs> name of God. it for me. <laughs> I don't know what you're referring to, Tom. What are you referring to? Well, you, we have uh, somebody from our group of, of people who all love you know, such things. And, uh, what's and, Malakav? What was it? I, I, I don't even. I can't even repeat it. I don't know. Uh, oh so, well, you'll so, hear it someday. Yes, I'm trying to figure out two things. Yeah. Onion rings. Onion rings. Thin or thick. Who's got the best? Because the, they're the really best onion good. rings. And you know, Keith used to do thin onion rings down at Krabby Shack. So I wonder. That's a good question. I wonder why he does the thick ones now. I mean, maybe he did thick at, at Keith's and thin at Krabby Shack. And I know they have onion rings uh-huh. at Five Girls, but I can't remember. Anybody who has thoughts about these things. Hey, call yeah. us, would you? Two six zero. We're just babbling about food. So thin or thick onion six, oh. rings? Who's uh-huh. got the best and why? And what dishes evoke such a powerful memory that you can actually rhapsodize about it? Mm-hmm. What is that memory? What heartstrings are associated with that memory? Because there always are some. And when you went back. How did you feel? Was it exhilarated? Seems like, like this guy in the New York Times no piece about the Gottlieb what? Bakery rye bread? Or was it like, huh, I can't believe I was ever crazy about that. 5569696 is the number. Oh, and the last question is, who's got that volcano onion ring? I want to know because I know I've seen it, but I can't remember where. Milo's under what? We do have people quit texting me the answers to these questions. It's a talk show. Call the show 556 9696. I keep getting texts throughout the show like people want to have a private conversation. And I'm thinking, okay, look, I'm I'm doing the show here and I, I, I can't carry on a conversation at the same time. I mean, as my kids have been. Uh, constantly saying for as long as I can remember, Mom, you're a unitasker. And, and that is so true. I'm a unitasker. I have enough trouble electronically just staying on the air. Come on. 
You know what it is today, Tom? Tell me. I can't wait. <laughs> I swear it's always we're not something. Gonna talk about it again. I swear we're not. The last couple of days we've been talking about lasagna. Today is actually International Lasagna Day, so is we're it? not. So we're not going to talk about lasagna. Do you have on to cut them in? Lasagna Day. Hmm? Do they cut in, or is it all slits and uh, no? Circles? We're not talking about lasagna. We've talked about lasagna twice. We don't oh, want people my. to think we can only talk about lasagna. There's so much else out there in the world of food. When when we get to the end of this, I hope I can remember to tell you an, an interesting story. Well, go ahead. From, you can tell me now. You don't have to try. From, to well, let's keep on going with this, and and then in about a minute or two minutes, maybe a little more. Uh, something funny has happened oh. in one of the machines and uh, that uh, we have at the Cool Water Ranch, oh, which yeah. is, yeah. Is it something I need to know about? If something funny has happened at the Cool Water Ranch, should I, should I know about it, Tom? Because I probably uh, think I should. Uh, no, this is, the first part of this sounds crazy and it, pronounced out, it perturbed out not to be a fake thing. It was mm -hmm. for real. Okay. It was a friend of mine who was walking around in uh, New York City. Uh-huh. And he was checking the whole city. Uh, he was by himself. He wasn't with a friend. Mm -hmm. Just to, just to running around. Yeah. And, uh, you know, there's things going on in New York all the time, so yeah. big deal. Anyway, he, he saw that. And then uh, something that was very strange, he went back to his uh, hotel room, got it down there, died down a little bit, had a little dinner, sat down, took a nap, and the next thing he knew was the middle of the evening, and it was created by just this free-flowing piece of uh, equinity, and uh, it made the, the whole process sounded peculiar because all of the visitors were covered with funny black covering. And no one had paid for that. And as a matter of fact, they couldn't find one another after a while. And they had to get together by screaming in the whole place. And there were some pictures taken here and there. But that's all they got. And they didn't know where they were. That sounds and, like one and, of the dreams you used to always love to tell me about, Tom. Huh? For as long as I've known you, Tom had the weirdest dreams. And he used to love to well, tell, you know, I'll tell, tell me about them like I was actually in So uh, I, I've actually had this done to me on two different ah, occasions. Okay. One of them was the pregenitor of this radio station when we were calling it yeah. WSMB. Mm -hmm. And then we it happened another day on an FM uh, planter. Yeah, yeah, and, and, yeah. Uh, and we never did get to the end of yeah. it. Well, it doesn't sound like and something you here's could the hard part. get to the bottom of. Actually. Here's the, the, the most... Yeah, well, you ready? it up because it's time for the news. It's here. Ah, oh, it's... Ah, uh, okay. okay. And you would never know it. No. It's, it's the yeah. strain. It's more strain. It's not I really harmful. this is what happened in the Cool Water Ranch that I needed to know about, but I don't. Tom, well, the Edible Dictionary word for the day today brought yeah. to you by Dorignacs. Dorig? Which is one of the top... I, think, I believe I know supermarket, them. Supermarket... Ha, ha, ha. Supermarkets of all time. You know, I... According I, to Food and Wine magazine. Something happened to me I, a couple of... Do we have to go into another long story? Because we have the news coming up. Oh, uh, you're running it. Yeah, Gee, yeah, you, you okay. do it. All right. So speaking of which, Nicole Dorignacs coming up in half an hour to talk about a whole bunch of things besides her usual report. So stay tuned for that at 3 o'clock. The Edible Dictionary word of the day is... I love port. Grotin. Grotin... The Chavignon. 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 
from an unusual it's part of the It's a goat's milk cheese from the tiny town of Chavignon in the Loire Valley. Originally, the cheese was made in balls. Uh -huh. Their size and the fact that the rinds sometimes turn to light brown gives rise to its name, which also means... <laughs> yeah. Horse manure. Oh, great. Uh, <laughs> we had to think real hard to come up with that one. Hey, well, Tom, it's in your Joey you came Banana. Up with it. However... Go get him. I think it's Croton. You know, there's a typeface here that does not help my faltering eyes. The Croton you will encounter now is more likely to be made in cylindrical shape with a white rind. It looks like a taller, smaller brie. The tiny mushrooms that mm -hmm. form the rind turns brown with a hint of greenish blue as it ages. A well-aged Croton... The, the Chavignon is delicious with a firm, surprisingly crumbly interior and a very full taste. Don't eat the rind of an old one. Are you a rind eater, Tom? A, a what eater? R-I-N-D, rind eater. Rind? Yes, as, a, as a proud non-gourmet, I do not eat rinds, generally speaking. Really? They're easy Unless to get. Unless I'm getting too by. lazy, like sometimes I might. They're easy to find and they, they've... They all have something going on in them. Yeah, uh, sometimes I say when I get brie I or camembert, I go, okay, put your big girl pants on and eat the rind because that's what you're supposed to do. And then I eat a piece and I go, I don't care if it's what I'm supposed to do. I'm not going to eat it. I don't feel like eating it. I don't want to eat the rind. Well, that's life. You know, <laughs> so what? But all right. This is the food show. Uh, we're having a little fun here, maybe a lot of fun. And if you uh, <laughs> would like to have something slightly bigger in your slumming, I'm going to tell you, oh, it's time uh, for the we, news. I have to shut up. 529-2925. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Matt Doyle. The Biden administration's ban on new oil and gas leases in federal lands does not shut down current Gulf of Mexico drilling, but it will begin to roll it back in the coming years. LSU Center for Energy Studies Director David Dismuke says the biggest impacts will likely be seen halfway through the Biden administration's first term. Going into the tail end of the Trump administration, a lot of companies were going out and forwarding up drilling permits and preparing for a scenario like this. So many companies have at least two years upon which they can drill. The Biden administration argues halting the extraction of fossil fuels is key to limiting future global warming. And legislators will begin considering a gas tax proposal again this year in the regular session. Jonesboro Representative Jack McFarland's bill would raise the gas tax 10 cents in the next year and 2 cents every year after for 10 years. But Governor Edwards is shooting down the idea because the economy is currently struggling. I am not going to, to be supporting that this year. The state currently has a $14 billion backlog of road and infrastructure projects. LRN. Tire rag. Championship Tigers. Football season is fast. Tiger Rack. Hungry for LSU sports news? I am starving. I just worked up a man-sized appetite. Tiger Rag Magazine is ready to serve. Here we go. Awesome. Tiger Rag. Tiger Rag is the Bible of LSU sports. All right, huddle up. Bring it in. Tiger Rag Magazine. Football, basketball, baseball. 
baseball, gymnastics, and so much more. Tiger Rag. Tiger Rag. Tiger Rag editor Ron Higgins and Tiger Rag assistant editor William Weathers cover all things LSU sports and interview some of the best guests in the biz. I think we are on estimating. Celebrating your 2019 National Championship Tigers. Tiger Rag magazine on newsstands and online at TigerRag.com. Tiger Rag. AOS Interior Environments are the largest design assist furniture, fixtures, and equipment contractor in Louisiana and Mississippi. AOS Interior Environments believe they can't succeed if those around them falter, and that's why they partnered with Bougainvillea Productions and Soul Project NOLA for Fridays from the Funky Uncle. Fridays from the Funky Uncle is a free webcast live from the one-of-a-kind Mardi Gras float, the Funky Uncle Lounge, that features New Orleans musicians playing live music to raise money for the entertainment community of New Orleans that have been impacted by COVID-19. The best part is you can join in the funky fun time by simply going to www.fridaysfromthefunkyuncle.com every Friday night at 7 p.m. Coming to the Funky Uncle Lounge January 28th, Leo Nogentelli and George Porter Jr.'s Mardi Gras Show. February 5th, George Porter Jr. and February 12th, Soul Project. For more info on how you can support Fridays from the Funky Uncle, go to fridaysfromthefunkyuncle.com. AOS Interior Environments, where good design is good business. Find them on the web at thinkaos.com I'll take Manhattan the Bronx and Staten Island too yes indeed 5569696 I want to mention that the anniversary of WGSO our station here is this year 75 years old congrats to turn it on yes the new station motto is community voice of the Crescent City yeah Yes, the station has just received IRS approval to become an official 501c3 nonprofit organization. And that means they can accept donations, just like PBS. The commemoration of the 75th anniversary, the station is launching the 75 for 75 campaign with the goal of raising $75,000. If you would like to donate to this locally owned community station, Go to WGSO.com and click the Donate button on the front page. The funds raised will be dedicated to helping the station fulfill the broadcast mission and satisfy any equipment needs that arise, such as transmitter or station repairs and improvements. And upon upon you, you you have it. Yep. Ready to go. Yep. WGSO, that's where you go if you would like to donate as part of the 75th anniversary, 75 for 75 program, that's WGSO.com. All right. All right. I cannot believe we do not have anyone who is feeling nostalgic enough to go through their life and find the thing that warms their heart. But that's okay. I will not be deterred. <laughs> We're also looking for thin or thick onion rings. My friend texted saying... Thick onion rings are better, and that Mandina's has the best. Isn't that good? I could certainly believe that, because that's uh, uh, the kind to, of thing that Mandina's would do can, very well. Can I ask you to pop this over uh, so we have two of them and compare with one another? Sure. But the, that uh, product Mandina's? that you just... Mandina's? Mandina's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, it's one of those things that, uh, from out of nowhere, was in the middle of a lot of dining, especially on the North Shore, but uh, here and there around the city. You're talking about Mandina's North Shore? Or I am. Shore? I'm, uh, I know you. I, I figured you were, uh, but I didn't have any place exactly to put it in for the, uh, the other thing. But uh, it's, uh, it's, it feels good. 
and you walk away, and, and there you are. What, a big pile of fried onion rings? Well, uh, my f- name? No, what feels good, a big pile of fried onion rings? Oh, uh, the fact that uh, enjoyment, uh, soothing quality, and I could go on for about 15 or 20 or Please 30 don't. or 100 of them maybe, and then we're still talking about it, and then we never go away. We just stay with one another. Hmm. At least that's the way I like that's to think sweet. of it. Five five six nine six nine six is the number. Today is the feast day of Charlemagne, the first Holy Roman Emperor. He died today on eight in eight fourteen. It's hard to believe that you can actually even think of years that mm-hmm. are only three digits, but indeed there were of natural causes. After a great life, he united much of Western Europe for the first time since the fall of the Roman Empire and set a new standard of civilization and government. His dining style was revolutionary. At Charlemagne's banquets, roses were scattered over the tables and guests ate with utensils, not fingers. The implements were mostly knives, the fork having not yet been invented. When was the fork invented? One of the world's greatest white wines is named for him, Corton Charlemagne. All Chardonnay, mm. big and rich. He wasn't a saint, but he was beatified. Do you have a caller, Henry? Or are you just telling me when the fork was invented? Oh, you. Michael, Michael 75, 75 is here. I'll bet you you know we have that. to oh, cease no, you know being Michael men. 75 is calling for you. Huh? I know what he's calling for. Go ahead. I got, Hi, I got multi, I'm, a, I'm a multitasker. I'm not a unitasker. Well, good for you. Okay, so I got a lot of things to tell you today. First of all, you're the Nile. You're the Tower of Pizza. You're, you're the smile on the Mona Lisa. Thank you, Michael. It could happen, huh? <laughs> Tell Tom, that's, those are words for you to embed in your heart, Tom. Oh, uh, don't <laughs> bet on it. Anyway, go ahead, Michael. Okay, speaking of nostalgic, uh, Chuck, uh, we, uh, in 19, early 1970s, uh, we were uh, living in Lafayette, and we uh, I love this one place that had a Borden's. Uh, uh, ice cream shop that had the greatest yeah. chocolate chocolate malt. So we moved in 75 because my wife wanted to come back to New Orleans. I didn't want to come and I told her the only way we can come if you can solve this riddle. I want to have a house right next to a beautiful golf course and a horse race track. She came down and found it and I've been in Elysian Fields since then, 1975. So we go back to uh, uh, Lafayette to experience the great Great chocolate malt again, and guess what? It was ordinary. Oh, well. So Well, it is kind of ordinary. Are you talking about that little place on, is it, it's not Johnston. Is it Johnston? Is that still there, that little place? Because I, I think we went there. Hmm. Uh, no, it's not on, oh, yeah, it is on Johnston. You're right. It's, 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 it's down still from the there, universe. isn't it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's been there yeah. for like uh, 50 years. Well, Borden isn't what you call, I don't know. Borden is, you know, like an old-fashioned kind of thing, you know. And how, yeah. how spectacular can a chocolate malt be anyway? I mean, I love chocolate malts. but An aimless amount. It, it, it was spectacular for some reason back then. My unrefined palate back then thought it was spectacular. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, speaking of Coton Charlemagne, um, uh, white wine. Uh, we were in Aachen, Germany, and that's where in the cathedral there, Charlemagne's bones are buried in there. Oh, where is and, that? Uh, sorry? Where is that? 
in the cathedral in Aachen. Spell A A A C H E N, Germany. It's on the. Uh, uh, it, it had gone back. It was called X on something uh, in France, and then uh, Germany got the land back, and they called it Aachen. Today, it's Aachen. It's right on the French-German border. Okay. I'm going to write yeah. that one down. Okay, go ahead. Keep going. Okay, great, great. Now, uh, onion rings, of course, I told you about the onion rings yesterday at uh, onion college, rings. Let's hear them. college Inn. Yes. We were waiting for you. Okay, so they, they, yeah. uh, to me, they're number one. Are those, now, are those thick or thin, Michael? Did I ask you that yesterday? Uh, they're, yeah, they're not real thick. No, they're, they're thin. You get to actually taste the onion. Okay, so now there's let's let's qualify thin because there's I, I've now entered a medium category. So to okay, me, okay, good, that's it. Is it's real medium. thin. Medium's about a fourth of an inch to uh, a half an inch, and then anything over that, an inch or greater, is thick. So these are medium. Yeah, these are medium. Yeah, I think medium is uh, actually really good. I think medium. Yeah, really they, good. they're they're great at college, you know, and they've had a high standard for maybe forty years. By the way, yesterday I made an after I got off the show, I made an avocado crema. It was delicious. <gasps> uh oh, such Ellen a wonderful Chibay thing today. Did the show did the show inspire we, uh, you to make the crema? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I get a, okay. a tremendous inspiration from this show. Oh, good. Okay. Okay, now uh, here's the 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 the, the uh, most obvious play of the day is this for for you to pick the winner of the fourth race at the fairgrounds. You ready? <laughs> yeah, I'm mm. ready. Go ahead. You imagine? Okay, first uh, horse is Dino's Cake. Wait, hold on. Let me close my eyes and summon all of my mysticism. All right, if not, we're, if not, we're going to the lady with the veil. That's right. We're going to go with the veil. All right, come on. Let's do okay. it. Okay. Dino's Cake, number uh, one. Matheson, number two. Curlington, number three. Max Pandowdy, number four. Junior Bug, number five. He's a Lucky Man, number six. Dom Cretano, number seven. Co-Native, number eight. Briar Jumper, number nine. Dave Prune, number 10. Jack the Ripper, number 11. That's mm. it. Mm. Well, I would say Jack the Ripper is certainly something that would catch my eye, but I like he's a lucky mm -hmm. man, too. Mm -hmm. Okay, he's a lucky, he's a lucky man. man was dead last. Uh, Curlington <laughs> won it, and uh, Briarjumper was second. Well, you know what? Maybe I need to start picking the ones that are dead last. Maybe, I, yeah, maybe I'm yeah, no longer able to pick the ones that are first, <laughs> but I can sure as hell tell you who's coming in last. That's, so that's I, my I, new I, calling I, card. Right. I want to talk to the Delphic Oracle next week. Okay. I will arrange that. I will definitely arrange that. But you know what you're okay, going to have to yeah. do? Wait, the, the race already took place? The race yeah, it took, took place already. Okay. I'm okay. watching it uh, replay did, on TV. How did right? Jack the Ripper do? Jack the Ripper was like six. Mm, okay. Maybe that's it. Maybe I've gone from first to last. Okay. So our, <laughs> our daughter could probably do that, but not until 3.30. So we'll have her pick it at 3. I'll have her call next week, and she can do it. Okay? Yeah, call our next, okay. next week, I'll find out what day she's on, and I'll call. Okay. 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 All right. Thank you. All right. Thanks. See you over the weekend. Five, five, six, nine, it's six, nine, six. We're having a fun night, aren't we? Uh, we do in the meantime, anything on this show. there is a, we only say we talk a, about food, but there is a jabbering other feet 
yeah. giving us Gregory uh, wants to jabber. Gregory, Gregory check. Can you hold what? on a minute, and we can jabber after the the break because I don't want to interrupt you. So can we it's, see? If and it's it's Henry it's food time. And not Henry. Uh, Henry, can you see if? Yeah, let's go. To we'll break. be back five, five, with six, more nine, of six, the food nine, show six. in just a moment. After first, if you will, this. Have you ever eaten something new and wondered where it had been all your life? We thought that about Double D Sausage after having it at a friend's house. But restaurants all over town serve it in their gumbo, red beans, and jambalaya. It's made right in Bogalusa, and the company is in its third generation. Double D Sausage is a light smoke, pure pork sausage with notes of sage and other spices. Try the regular mild and hot and new flavors like the Cajun variety and jalapeno and cheddar. Double D Sausage in stores all over town. Basil's Ace Hardware has been the center for your grilling needs for over 15 years. That's when I first got my big green egg, which I use more than ever lately. Fred also has Traeger grills and Weber grills and all the accessories for them. Charcoal and pellets and propane, as well as rubs and grilling utensils, Remember, a great cookout always begins with the right hardware. Basil's Ace Hardware, 4419 Transcontinental Metairie, 888-8588. Night and day, you are the one. Chips. You know, I've actually got the, the, the lyrics to this, and they're over at the place I usually go on a Saturday afternoon. And I'm sorry about that, but I'm going to bring it over some along the way. I like your little one-liners. That's good. I want to mention before we go to Gregory that if you have not seen the new Weber Smoke Fire Pellet Grill, go on over to Basil's Ace Hardware. That's your Barbecue Central. Barbecue, barbecue Central. Barbecue. You know what? I don't want to say that because barbecue sounds like a plate of food. Your Grilling Central is Basil's Ace Hardware, and that's where you will find this state-of-the-art grill to impress your friends and really yourself and the people eating the food that you're going to cook on it because you can go low to slow or low and slow to 600 degrees, get a nice char on it. It does everything. That's the Weber Smoke Fire Pellet Grill at Basil's Ace Hardware. Go see him. Have him show it to you. Let's go to Gregory. Hello, guys. How are you? Yes, 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 yes. Here we are. <laughs> um, Here we are in this Roma. That's good, Tom. I wish I had that rolled on tape. I do have it rolled on tape. Just not here. Use it as another one. You I don't even try to do that because I'm getting, I won't say good. I'm not good, but I'm getting better at editing. Uh, hmm. You're getting better? I'm, 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 I'm tempting to walk I over to our other. I Marianne. <laughs> Uh, this is wonderful. But, All you know, right, let's let's dive in with Gregory. Let's dive dive in or dine in. Okay. <laughs> dive in. Well, um, hey, listen. The only thing I know about onion volcanoes is every every me, Japanese volcanoes from Benihana to Shogun. They they uh, they uh, do that volcano of onions. They're not really fried onion rings, but they 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 do something they're, to them. They're they raw. Use alcohol they, oil. Are they raw? Yeah, yeah and they kind of erupt in flames, and then they get all golden yeah. brown. And uh, <laughs> but it's just like it's a way of browning the onions. But they make a volcano out of them. Uh-huh. I mean, you can get that at Shogun or at Benihana. I mean, it's yeah. kind of like a shtick. Yeah, of it's a yeah, thing. but it's they're not shattered and fried. 
Okay, I, I but, didn't know. I, I remembered seeing it somewhere, but I didn't know where it was. And then I thought that's it was the Onion Volcano. I mean, you can go to Shogun yeah. right now, and they'll be glad to, you know, you sit at that big old, uh, at that big old mm-hmm. hibachi grill with that flat top that they have. And uh, that's part of the thing when you get, I don't care if you're ordering the fish or the, or the steak or the chicken, they always start with that onion volcano. It's really not bad, actually. It's, you know, I and know. The kids I, I love, love those places. I don't go very often. If I ever see my grandkids again, I definitely want to go there with them. Oh, the kids love Good. it. I mean, I know, and I know. Being, a, being an old fella, I kind of like it, too. But I've uh, I've never seen a fried onion ring volcano, but I know that they, any Japanese steakhouse, like I said, from Benihana to Shogun, although we don't have any Benihanas here, they're still widely popular on the West yeah. Coast. They have a couple yeah. in San Diego, and I know they got a couple in L.A., yeah. up in New York. Uh, I, of course, I don't know what the restaurant scene is like on the West Coast with all that shutdown. I, I kind of feel sorry for your son, Jude. I mean, don't. with that economy over there. <laughs> I mean, I hope he's doing well, that is. I mean, uh, all right, so go ahead. Is, anyway, is that, uh, is that the purpose of your call, the onion ring volcano? Well, you well, you, you threw it out there. I mean, no, 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 uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't know. I just, I, it's like everyone has a list, so I don't know where anyone is on their list, or if they just have one item on their list. Oh no, all. no, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't call that often anymore. It's just, it's just, I kind of like listening to the other people phone in because I, I really don't have that much to uh, say. You know, it's kind of, kind of. Well, you know, except for cooking at home and um, doing a little shopping, the last time I went out was right before Christmas. I haven't been out to a restaurant since the the weekend. Uh, yeah, well, the that's week, the, the nature the of Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, right. and then, you know, I'm really bummed out about no Mardi Gras this year, and that, that puts a big damper on a lot of my stuff Did, that we used to do. Have they know? officially done that? If I Oh, it's canceled, Tom. Told, oh, yeah, I, I know, uh, but I was wondering if you were talking about the restaurant with the steakhouse. Oh, no. I, I, well, there's restaurants struggling out there, but let, listen, I haven't been downtown or out to eat. I mean, I, I, I went to all the restaurants I could to right before Christmas. I went to Galatoire's. It was yep. terrific. I went yep. to Rizzuto's yeah, most stuff Lakeview. is pretty steady. I went to Rizzuto's in Lakeview right before Christmas. It was terrific. I went to Drago's. Of course, that's in Metairie, but I went to that one, and it, it, it was terrific. And where else did we go? Always. We went to, well, oh, yeah, we went to Broussard's, too. And this was Broussard. all a week, oh. a week and a half before Christmas. Can I speak with you a minute? First of all. Certainly. I like yeah, about About uh, the the one you just mentioned. Um, Broussard's? Broussard's. Uh, mm-hmm. Anybody out there who've been listening to Broussard's and can give me a little bit of a report? Because I'm not sure... Or I wasn't sure. I'm pretty sure they are that uh, they're back in of business. Course they're open. Sure. Okay. Yeah, well, this was yeah. during a time that a lot of the other big restaurants in the quarter were being killed for, or acted like they killed. Uh, but uh, well, Broussard stood, st- stood, yes, yeah, stood Broussard, right yeah. through that. Yeah. Um, they were Broussard's, celebrating their last, centennial uh, last, last year. summer. Yeah, last summer, a Broussard shut down for a few months, like. Like a lot of the other, uh, like like Marianne, yeah, unlike all Grand the other Dom. places, Broussards had big plans mm-hmm. to celebrate their centennial. Their hundredth year, I know, hundredth year anniversary, and that's all been put on hold. Bummer, well, bummer. we're still waiting for Tom's one hundredth year in broadcasting. Mm. Well, <laughs> oh, we're we, we wait. We're not in it. <laughs> we're not in it. I'm glad you pointed that out. It was, we have to joint that up. 
Listen, the only reason why I listen to this old yeah, well. broke down show is 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 because of you, Mr. Fitzmorris. <laughs> I mean, you are certainly a treasure. But like I said, um, I haven't been out. Um, it's just been it's just kind of a funky thing, you know. I don't I don't mean to be a downer or anything like that. It's just like. Uh, yeah, Nobody but I, but to... you know what we you know if you listen to the show, up. Gregory, I was about to say we we tout the show, we we put forth this old broken down show, so that people can have something else to do instead of you know what I meant by that. You know that was tongue in cheek. There. You know that. No, no, no. no I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It, it's it's a respite from all of the other dark stuff out there. So yeah, but you got to be careful for people like me who might want to vent every now and then about how how kind of frustrated we are because it's not the it's not the city of pleasure or that it used to be. It's it, and then there I think yeah, that there's like... people out there. I think that there's there's powers that be that really really want to clamp down on us. Being yeah. a, a city of pleasure, and uh, you know. Okay, I, Gregory. I, if I let well, you I'm not do getting it, political here. I'm just saying this was the program of pleasure. It's not going to be the silly show that it was, um, <clears throat> and then people will have nowhere to go to get away from it. So let's just say. Um, oh okay. no! I, I don't think yeah. I'm turning anybody away from this show. If I just, you know, as passionate as I am about the food and the wine and spirit culture of New Orleans. I believe I have a voice, and this is the only show to vent on. I mean, I mean, call uh, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, perhaps I shouldn't we'll call anymore. I mean, I mean, that's like on that. you guys. No, I mean, Gregory. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Yes, it's dark out there. It is dark out there, and and, the, and it's everywhere you look. Mm-hmm. But well, I hadn't sure what hours. you were saying. Check out for just two. Hours. I appreciate that, Marianne. Yeah. And I, we're trying to you know, offer listen, here. listen. I am a forever optimist, and and for me to speak this way is really a stretch. I got to be honest with you. I am forever optimist. I mean, there's nothing that can make me happen than to sit down at a white linen table and have the waiter come over, and you know, we look at the wine list, and then we start ordering. It almost but seems it's just, impossible. It's far, and, it's far and far between now. It's just, it's just yeah, it's just, it is, and that's it, and that's all there is to it. Right, I'm thinking. <clears throat> All right, I'm thinking hey, listen, I, hey, thank you for letting me vent. You know I love this show. Tom, okay. you're the greatest that ever was in New Orleans food. <laughs> you too. We love you. So long. Thank right. you. Always Take a care. pleasure. Bye-bye. Let's go to Ron. Uh, he has uh, moved on for us for now. Hmm. And uh, now uh, I, uh, my instinct. Ron is on the line. Oh, Ron is on hey, the I'm, phone. I'm uh, calling from the French Quarter to give you the report on things, and I will Ron. be walking by Broussard's in a little while. Yeah. The yeah, Gourmet and? Quarter Reporter. Now, I know that uh, he was just joking about Broken Down Food Show, but my response is, <laughs> au contraire, mon frere. I'm going to make two quick points. First off, possibly he hasn't seen your bright, shiny new website at WGSL. Or yes, possibly he hasn't seen say. Jude's I mean, masterpiece, Jude's masterpiece, nomenu.com. And what other food show nationwide, possibly worldwide, takes the time to give you your own personalized chow number. You got a point there. Oh, the poor chow numbers. Oh, the poor do well, something they, with them, but they don't just, get abusive just exactly. Always so busy circling the drain that we haven't done anything with the chow numbers. Thanks for reminding me. I've got the me. updated list, list, and I'll be. I've got the updated list. I'll be sending it to you. I was just joking. Okay. It's always uh, great to hear from Greg, and also uh, 
Michael 75 is never short on words. Always a pleasure to listen to my fellow callers in. Yes. There he is I again. agree. I agree. I, uh, I think it's time to say Nicole, goodbye to our friends for tomorrow and other parts of our yes. TD. All right. Ron, are you Anyway, I'll give you, you the update on Broussard to let you know uh, what's happening. I'm going to walk by. I'd Thank like you. to know that. Thank I've been you. trying to get it, and I keep finding problems. But uh, I... Please, that would really be pleased at doing that with you. It would be no problem here. You've got your action reporter. I know, action I love that. Reporter. I that's to, great. That's what we're going to call you now, Ron right. the Gourmet and Action boss, Reporter. What are you? Uh, yes. What What are you saying? Uh, Ron, Just, did you I'm in the cooking? quarter, and I'm going to give you an update on Broussards. I know we oh, need to roll. Great show as always. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank Bye. you. Five five six nine six nine six is the number. Ron is walking the quarter now when we're doing the show, so he's going to give us a report, mm. and uh, and hopefully, I mean, he's always got something interesting to say. Go ahead. What? Time? Uh, the, our guys who are out there, would you notice and see if we're actually saying something? I think they might have <laughs> lost about ten seconds there. If you, no, I'm serious. Uh, if if you've been listening. All right, we're good. We've just been informed of that, so we still got it. And that person, just by coincidence, who's lucky enough, uh, the other lift from uh, over there on the at the Tower of the Beast. Yeah. Uh, uh, we're about to go to the top of the hour news, at yeah. which point on the other side of that, we will have our grocery goddess, Nicole Dorgnack. There we go. Coming in to talk to us about things that are on the shelf, off the shelf, coming back on the shelf. And also a couple of things at the store that she's very proud of. If you are looking, one of the things that has been a, um, a change in the culinary landscape as a result of uh, COVID. And you know what? Everything, even the most dire <clears throat> event, there is a silver lining to it. So... People are able now to get gourmet foods from their favorite restaurants at the grocery store. And at Dorgnax, it's called The Circle. So we're going to talk about that a little bit. Well, it could happen. Yeah, but, but I want to close out this hour. Yeah. Hi. Because um, it is International Lasagna Day. And even though we Is it talked, really? Yes, I know. Even in though we've Lasagna Day. Lasagna for the last couple of days. Who knew that it would turn up in the Almanac as an official day today? Wonderful. And I've just got about a minute, so let me just run through this in your almanac. The cold weather, it's International Lasagna Day. The cold weather likely on this date makes a big casserole dish full of meaty, saucy, cheesy, heartwarming lasagna seem perfect. Perfect. Lasagna is a long time in the oven. What could be better than a winter day for that? Like many dishes, lasagna is named for the container in which it is made. In this case, yeah. it's unappetizing, the Greek word from which lasagna descends. <laughs> it could happen. <laughs> means All right. chamber pot. The first versions were baked in large, deep dishes. The ingredients in their assembly probably evolved from the many layered baked casseroles. Greek moussaka is the most familiar that are still found in the Balkans. Lasagna, as we know it, with its layers of cheese, meat, and sauce, is probably not much more than 100 years old. However, recently a story broke the time is moment. Recently, a story broke in England claiming our that say the, goodbye is earing into the conversation. Uh, we're not done, no. You know, I don't think we are anyway. Stay tuned. We have more of the food show, and. 
Can I Better. finish? Because we got 30 seconds. Oh, we don't have, as yeah. you know, we never can find a phone. Yeah. So, uh, and I can't, I, if you ask me for a phone, if it would oh, save no, my folks. life. Bam. <laughs> I never see it for the rest of my However, life. But uh, recently a story broke in England oh, claiming that the dish originated there. This is not entirely incredible because layered dishes, shepherd's pie for example, are also of long standing at, in the aisles. The current controversy among cooks of lasagna in America is whether the dry noodles, flat, broad sheets, sometimes wavy at the edges, should be layered into the dish, cooked or uncooked. We'll be back. Time for the top of the hour news. The best place for cutting-edge news and talk about southeastern Louisiana is the John Mason Show. Every Tuesday and Wednesday at 1 p.m. on WGSO 990 AM, broadcasting live from the heart of New Orleans, Louisiana. Action to defeat the disease, recover our economy, get our country back to normal. Senate Majority Leader from New York, Chuck Schumer, saying that they cannot undershoot this effort to address a continuing and urgent situation. Meanwhile, Senate Minority Leader from Kentucky Mitch McConnell believes President Trump's sweeping executive orders are not worker-friendly and also will put the brakes on domestic energy production. Willfully throwing our own people out of work, reducing our domestic energy security, raising costs and prices for working families, all for no meaningful impact on global temperatures. The number of workers seeking first-time unemployment claims dropped to 847,000 this last week. This is USA Radio News. Get healthy, not high, with 100% pure CBD, powerful natural pain relief from Veterans Vitality. GCN listeners, have you ever thought about how CBD may help you? I'm sure you have heard about the many benefits of CBD. Well, here's your opportunity to try before you buy. Created by veterans and for everyone who deserves better choices, our CBD is derived from organic hemp, grown in the USA, and third-party tested. Veterans Vitality CBD saves you as much as 25 to 50% over our competition, and a portion of all sales is contributed to veteran nonprofits and events. Many of our customers have experienced improved quality of life, help with anxiety, PTSD, and overall well-being. Our products do not contain THC. They are safe, non-addictive, effective, and 100% legal. GCN listeners, get your free trial bottle of premium CBD by simply paying shipping and handling at GCNFreeCBD.com. That's GCNFreeCBD.com. Again, GCNFreeCBD.com. Offered by Veterans Vitality Premium CBD. New York State's Attorney General is releasing new information regarding nursing home deaths in the state. The New York State Attorney General announced Thursday New York Governor Andrew Cuomo's administration is undercounting coronavirus-related deaths at nursing homes by as much as 50%. The Democrat governor says they should not include the number of ill nursing home patients that later died after being transported to the hospital. If you died in a nursing home, it's called a nursing home death. If you die in a hospital, it's called a hospital death. It doesn't say where were you before. It was Cuomo's mandate that sent infected people into nursing homes in the early stages of the pandemic, killing well over 8,000 people, perhaps 13,000 deaths. We won't know the actual numbers until the report gets published, currently being reviewed by officials for applicable exemptions, legal privileges, and responsiveness. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. More news can be found online at usaradio.com. This is USA Radio News. Hi, this is Wyatt Cox. Each and every day, the USA Radio Network produces three hours of the greatest radio programs of all time, comedies, drama, 
suspense. It's all there. Classic Radio Theater. Now, if your radio station doesn't carry the program, you can find them anywhere podcasts are served, including iHeartRadio, Spotify, Spreaker. Just search for USA Classic Radio Theater. Find it. USA Classic Radio Theater. You'll love it. Republicans are slamming White House climate czar John Kerry as out of touch for his comments on job losses as a result of President Biden's $2 trillion energy plan. Speaking to reporters at the White House, Kerry insisted that energy workers had been fed a false narrative about what environmental policy will do to their livelihoods. Republican Senator from Texas, Ted Cruz, one of those not happy with Kerry. John Kerry, in that same news conference you, you, you put up, he said, well, they need to learn to make better choices. What? Clear skies overhead tonight, a cold night, and those temperatures dip somewhere close to upper 30s, low 40s. There may be some patches of frost to the morning. Friday should be a nice start to the weekend. Afternoon, morning sunshine, afternoon high temperatures about 60. Tomorrow night, some clouds increase, so increasing clouds to partly cloudy at times Saturday. Lows in the morning, 40s to 50, in the afternoon will be approaching 70. Sunshine Sunday afternoon after early morning rain, 60s will stay steady throughout the day. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. At Social Security, we are always thinking of ways to save you time and make things easier. That's why we created My Social Security. A My Social Security account allows you to access your earnings history and benefits information, request a replacement Social Security card, get a proof of income letter, estimate and apply for benefits, and more. Save time. Go online. Open a My Social Security account at ssa.gov slash myaccount. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. I'm happy to know that you are here and talking to us about the food of the world, the food that keeps us alive. It all does, you know, it doesn't just show in one tiny spot. But over where we uh, like, if it's a good day or or who knows what day, we are over here downtown in New Orleans and we're thinking about the food of our city, uh, the ingredients that we go through, the people that we know that we work with, and we, they are looking good and, and every other thing. Join us sometime. We're, we're wide open. Uh, just find out. And well, not right now. We have Nicole Dorgnack on the line. We do. We do. We have Don't Nicole Dorgnack on the line as we do every okay. Thursday at 3 o'clock. All right. Uh, Hi. Hey, well, how you uh, doing? Hey, uh, we're, we're about to find out from you. <laughs> so, uh, how are you? We're doing good. How, how are we, Nicole? How are we? And who is it? I mean, I, I don't. I, I'm not here all the time. What? Yes, it's Nicole Dorgnack. Nicole Dorgnack. Yes, and you said that we're about to find out how we are from Nicole. So, Nicole, how are we? We are good. Good question. Y'all are good. Okay. Y'all are great. <laughs> Everybody's good. Okay. Um, <laughs> y'all having a good day today? We are having Tell fun. Us. We are having fun. We had a good lunch at Keith's. I know you're a fan of Keith's. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was we were good. talking about the onion rings. Now, are you an onion ring fan of that size? Yeah. Or you are. You're a, you're a thick onion ring fan. Well, I, I mm-hmm. like both. I don't know. I like both. They just have to be fried, I don't like fresh. Like, crispy, I'm not that picky on thin versus, but I like the fresh. Mm-hmm. Like, you can tell it's real flour and all, not. You know, yeah. like before they came, yeah. changed Popeye's onion rings way back in the day. 
Remember when Popeyes had the good, good onion rings in the seventies? They did. Yeah. So those are good. You know? I haven't and had I'm them like, in a long time. What happened to them? Mm-hmm. They're not good. Oh, they're like frozen. They're not edible, oh, no. but they're not what they used to be. Because they used to, you yeah. know, everything used yeah, to be good. done fresher yes. and more from scratch yes. and everything in the good old days. Now we're in this in process, fast world. <laughs> Oh well. Yeah. Have you I'll had Keith's r- onion rings though? Do you do you like his uh, the ones oh, yeah. at Keith's? Yeah, I've had them. Okay, I do. Because yeah. I do like them. at Krabby Shack, they used to have the medium size ones, but they were fan actually thin, but they were fantastically mm-hmm. good. Yeah, I don't know if they still like have the that size. I think they've kind of made them a little bit thicker down the street at Five Girls, but the ones at Keith's yeah. are just the opposite. They're real thick, but they yeah, sure well, look good like going eight. through the dining room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like steak onion rings. You need like yes. a big onion ring with steak, and you need like I a guess, thin onion yeah. ring or a loaf. Remember the onion ring go. loaves? I do. So, Remember Corky's on. onion ring loaves? The Corky's the cor- loaf? Oh, yeah. oh, my God. Yeah. 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 Those were good. And Luther's was good. to do one, too, I think. Uh-huh. Gosh, it, those were the days too. when Luther's and Corky's were all that were out there, and now we have the fancy ones like... Um, like, uh, what is it? Central City and The Joint. Yeah. No loaves and, there. And all of them. Yep. No loaves there. All right. So all right. tell us what's happening in the grocery store. All right. Well, um, it looks like the packets of uh, things are getting thinner. So that's good news. Like that the things that are unavailable are becoming uh, more available. Little things are trickling back. So, um Still kind of hit hard on the spices, so not sure why, but the soups and all are looking good again, and the toilet papers, and the little by little, some more cleaning supplies are coming in here and there, and the high, the you know, the brand, the fancy brands, the premium brands, that's the right word, um, yeah. those are coming back, the bounty paper towels, and the more variety of Charmin, and I didn't put my foot in my mouth last week, because we do actually still have the lavender scented toilet paper so except um, nicole took it all it's at our house no no one <laughs> one per customer so I, I did not accept the limit of one um, i still stay fair so um and in produce everything's been everything's been looking you know really good we haven't seen anything tragically bad or you know going backwards again like you know so all right let me ask you this you said mccormick it. spices Mm-hmm. Are other spices also out, or is it just a McCormick thing? No, they tend to like do some of the the organic ones. There's I can't think of the name of the wand, but we have two organic ones that are like in these glass bottles. Yeah. And you, if you saw them, you'd write one square and one round, and those look like they're still hit pretty hard too. So I don't know if that's like an aluminum top problem with the aluminum can issues. Um. We have a Dornax wand of spices, and it doesn't look like too many things are missing out of that. But, like, I, did, I noticed there were no whole bay leaves the other day because I was looking for some of those. So I'm going to have to look and see. I didn't see many of those. So that might be one of the things that are trickling back if people are looking for bay leaves. And, yeah, I was um, kind of curious the last time you said that because you always say McCormick. 
but I never did ask about any of the other brands because there's a big wide world of spices out there and particularly yes, they have that Fadita brand that kind of they have a lot of um like you know like the Mexican and Spanish and I guess uh -huh. Latin American spices and all and they uh -huh. look they have a pretty good um selection so I'm almost wondering if it's you know curious I wonder, I wonder I wonder if it is just yeah that is interesting. I'm going to have to look and see. If yeah, find out if it's I, the spices themselves or if it's the packaging that's making it. Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's okay. your mission we'll for the that. week. That is my homework. I got it. Okay, okay, <laughs> good. All right. What and, else? Uh, so, and then, I don't know, everything, we're uh, still, all right, we're working on our little circle over there. So we Yeah, tell us about items. that. All right, tell yeah, us about the circle because we've mentioned it once or twice. But then yeah. not, not really in any detail. So what is the circle? Okay, so the circle is um, some restaurants from around the city. We have some items from them that, are, that we're able to sell, as we talked about in the past with all the little government red tape of meat. We have to stick everything with kind of either seafood or uh, um, vegetable sort of base type items. So... We have some items from Susan Spicer, Cafe Min, Dookie Chase, uh, Two Tonys, and Tony Mendes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Her turtle soup. And then um, we'll probably start when I ha actually I hadn't thought about it, so I guess for, for a little while, but we were doing her seafood manicotti, so we're probably going to have to start Ooh. that again. Ooh, yeah, good. it's really good. Yeah, really and, good. Um, Anthony's still doing his uh, roasted red pe roasted tomato and um, eggplant soup. I mean, tomato bisque. It's a oh, bisque. that's it's delicious. Roasted eggplant okay. tomato bisque. Yeah. It's really good. Mm -hmm. And his marinated artichoke salad, which is so good, so much yeah. better than the jar one. And then um, we added. Well, we've been doing the fives from Cafe Min, the mushroom and the vegetable. Uh -huh. But we've added the summer rolls, which have a little shrimp and a vegetable rolls. That she does, and then every, and then sometimes we do her. It's like a chili lime salmon that they do at the restaurant. So mm -hmm. we've done that from time to time. <clears throat> and then the corn pudding from Dookie Chase and the mixed greens. And then Susan Spicer, we have her garlic soup, her oh, roasted that's, potatoes. That's yeah, a hot we thing. do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. Her garlic soup, roasted potatoes, and the Brussels sprouts that she does. Uh -huh. So we have three of her items. And then we have been bringing in for the uh, season the Kaluta's King Cakes, which has been really, people have been excited about those. And they, you know, as much as I love my Dornax King Cake, I got to give it to him. He's got a good King Cake over there. <laughs> well, he's got a good, yeah, he's had the. independent. He, yeah, he's had his, um, what is it, the coffee cottage? He's had that for a really long time. And yeah, everybody's yeah. doing king cakes, but, you know, some of the ones that have been around for a while are still really good, you know? Yeah, yep. So his, and it, I brought, I got one the other day and brought it home, and it's, it's lighter and, like, more, I don't know, it's just, it's just really good. It's really good. A lot of icing on them, though. They do have the icing. So I know some people, there's a big icing versus sugar only, Mackenzie's mm -hmm. old school, you know, King yeah. cake versus the Randazzo super icing. So yeah. if you like the icing, it's it's a treat. And all of them are good. There's a praline uh, cream cheese filled, a traditional, a praline filled, 
strawberry, apple, you know, the apple filled and the strawberry cream cheese filled, and they're, they're just all good. They you know, really I'm are. always marveling at the amount of restaurants there are in this city per capita and mm-hmm. how it's pretty astonishing that even though there are new restaurants opening all the time, very few actually close because we must be eating pretty much nonstop here. I'm also yeah. amazed at the sheer number of king cake purveyors, just one single item and mm-hmm. the selection of king cakes per purveyor, per capita. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. man, we're eating king cake all the rest of the time that we're not dining in restaurants in order for all the right. king cakes to be going because they sell out every day, every one of them. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm just yeah. astonished by that. So, and I know anyway. this year, yeah, this year a lot of people are doing a bunch of different, like, I know a couple of places are doing like a cannoli king cake and. My friend, there's like a lady who I don't know the I don't know what place it is. I know it's on the South Shore, but her daughter is diabetic, so they do a lot of gluten free. So she's getting like a Chantilly lace king cake kind of thing for her <laughs> yeah, birthday. Just, I don't know. It's going all so, over the place. I don't know. King cannoli cake, king yeah, cake. It's a whole new world. So. Yeah, cannoli king cake. Wait, yeah. Just, how does that work? I don't know. I'm going to have to do some research. I think Rizzuto's does one, and then I think I saw someone else. So they might do one, as I guess, as a dessert. I'm not sure. I don't want to, you know, say the wrong thing. But I noticed that on their Instagram. But then I noticed somewhere else someone had one in their, like, list of king cakes. So I don't know. So is that like the – it's like the cannoli shell is the king cake? It looked like it had, like, how they put the little chocolate chips on the end, and it probably has some marshcapone, like that ricotta marshcapone filling in the king cake instead of cream cheese, and maybe some cannoli shells sprinkled on top. I'm not sure. I I haven't seen one in real life, so I just noticed it, and I was like, oh, look at that, cannoli king cake. That sounds pretty interesting. All right, put that on your list, too. We do a cannoli cake at the store. That's pretty good. What, what is that? What is that? Well, it's like a, it's almost like an Italian cream cake, but it's got cannolis on top. And I don't know, Roy was oh. just trying to do some So they're on things. top. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, on but the then side. it's the cannolis are on the top. filling through it and um that light, you know, yummy icing on the outside and the almonds. So uh-huh. just something, I don't know where he okay. came up with it or saw it, but it's good. It's really right. good. We're gonna we're gonna do a break right now. We'll be back with Nicole Dorignac who's gonna talk about her Good Eats magazine. We'll be right back. Five five six nine six nine six. Annadell's plantation is a stately bed and breakfast with beautiful grounds and two gorgeous rooms upstairs. It's a great getaway. The food here is that familiar Louisiana cooking inspired by Galatoire's with reasonable prices. A welcoming and cozy dining room and very special bar make this a hidden gem. Anna Dell's Plantation, 71518 Chestnut Street, Covington, 985-809-7669. Right down the highway from the excellent Keith Young Steakhouse is Five Girls, and the food is very good casual fare. 
Here is a fantastic club sandwich with homemade potato chips, a great Cuban, good salads, and the best red beans and rice we have ever had. Poor boys, hamburgers, and terrific fried seafood. Five Girls, 305 Highway 21 in Madisonville, 985-845-2348. When you're awake, the things you think come from the dreams you dream. Thought has wings, and lots of things are seldom what they seem. Yes, indeed. Nicole Dorgnack is with us. 5569696 is the number. If you want to talk to us, we would like to talk to you. We are talking about now, well, we were talking about the, the usual report from the grocery shelves. And then um, we were talking about Nicole's... Um, circle as it's called where you can get um the kind of things that you could get in in the restaurants but you don't have to be eating in the restaurants you can have them right at your house which is kind of you know what we're doing now since covid so tell us about the good eats magazine i didn't even know you did you were doing that yeah that's always new things uh, pull out that comes in the advocate um once i guess it's once a month we're doing it and um we put some recipes that are kind of like common, re- you know, recipes from just wherever. And then I usually put about anywhere from two to four, depending on if I can sit down and get them all written. Because everything I cook, I kind of cook out of my head. So it's kind of forced me to start writing things down. So um, so I've been putting some of, like, our own personal, like, family recipes. I did, like, the turkey poulet and then turkey poulet 2020 in it. Um, I guess that was in January. So it's the like old-fashioned right turkey poulet and now the one yep. that you've updated? Okay. Yeah. Now, did you hear yeah. the show when we were doing the turkey divan, which was the edible dictionary word of the day about, I don't know, a week or so ago, which sounds exactly like turkey poulet? Yeah. You did know, you hear was, that? Yeah, I was looking. I, I think I did. And I have a old a cookbook that we got on one of the one day when Jody and I went somewhere and I always get like New Orleans cookbooks. And that word you just said, I'm not going to try to say it again, but I noticed they had turkey divan. like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, they had something they had something with another word, but it was like turkey poulet. Um, but it was they did it with chicken, though, which I know Michael 75 had said chicken is poulet anyway. So. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, that's the actual French <laughs> word. Yeah. Again, and look at the recipe, but so anyway, but I was, yeah, so it's kind of the same thing, huh? Yeah, it pretty much is. It sounded exactly like that. And then as I kept reading, it said, and this is also called a New Orleans turkey poulet. So yes, it is exactly the same thing. So what kind of stuff have you been cooking that you're, that you're doing for the, the good eats and where is the good eats? Is it at the store or is it? All right. So it comes out in the, in the advocate, um, it's like usually on a Friday, but they do bring like a stack of them to the store. So like where the gambits are, we'll put them out there. Uh, uh-huh. You don't get okay. the paper at uh-huh. home and you come to the I store, you, there's yeah. usually one around there. So you can get it without okay. getting the paper. So that's been fun. Okay, so the cornbread dressing, huh? So what's going to be in it in this issue? You've been cooking up a storm at your house, so... This one, yeah, it? I think I'm going to do, um, well, I did enchiladas for the first time, um, believe it or not, last night. Where did you I- get <laughs> the recipe? Just make it up in your head? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You did. And what did, how'd you do yeah. it? Because I, I, uh, 
I'm trying to think of what possessed me to make enchiladas. It was probably chicken that was hanging around and I decided there was too much of it and I wanted to do something different. And so I, um, I, I guess I cooked it some more or maybe I had boiled it for maybe a gumbo or something like that. And it was just a lot of it. So then mm -hmm. I chopped it up and I, but I did look at a recipe or a couple of recipes just to kind of see what was in there. Do you do that and then make it up or do you just well, totally make it up? Well, this I did kind of just Google it for the basic ingredients. So Yeah, um, right. That's what I do too. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that, so basically I just took, well, I took a whole cut up chicken and I cooked it in the oven with some, um, cumin and smoked paprika and then like a fajita seasoning actually it's the whatever blend one that they sell at the store in the Dornax label brand and I just sprinkled some of that uh -huh. on it and a, little, and a lot of that stuff doesn't have salt so it needed a little salt after it cooks so I sprinkled a little on that so I kind of did like a Mexican baked chicken first and then mm -hmm. I took the the chicken breasts were kind of big so then I took those out and I kind of put them in a little small pan with some of the enchilada sauce and then I sauteed some onion and some garlic with the fajita seasoning and all that. And I put all that in the pan so the chicken breast, because I was going to just use all the white meat and let um, maybe Jody and Margaret snack on the other chicken. Or she doesn't like cheese. Meat so snacks. I Love those meat snacks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was thinking about that when I was I was picking the smoky bacon off of the hamburger today at Keith's mm -hmm. and I was mm -hmm. doing it with my hands just like I was eating chips and I was I was laughing because I always <laughs> laugh about meat snacks so yep yeah, gotta love meat snacks yeah that that's and like the, the appetizer is like a small dinner <laughs> you know how we yeah eat. right there you go so, so I, <laughs> I do know how you eat yeah, yeah. um uh -huh. I had to have a cheeseless option for the child so um oh, so I put okay. the dark meat on the side and then I put the white meat back into the snow. like a loaf pan so it was small and everything was kind of in the juices so it would kind of cook down kind of braised in all the cooked off chicken juice and then i added you know the little red enchilada sauce so is there um, so a can of tomatoes in this anywhere i don't think so nope nope i didn't know no. huh. nope just okay. and then i took the, the chicken out and um put it in a bowl mix it with a little cheese i probably could have put some more cheese on the inside for the stuffing and next time i'll remember to put my cilantro and i want to get some of the you know the mexican white cheese that melts so good on everything i want to use that next is time that, inside. I is think it's that chihuahua like, cheese or is that cotija cheese i don't know i'm not sure which one it is i just know what it looks like when i see it with the little you know there's actually an F. There's one that starts with F, but I can't think of what yeah. it is. Not but anyway. the crumbly one. I want the one that comes in like the circle. And it's not like it's not like creme fraiche because I know that's French, but it's something like that. It's something. Yeah, it like, begins like with an fresh. F. There's something with an F. It's it's it. There's an F yeah. somewhere in a key spot. You know. Yeah. So that's. If what anybody I knows put. what it is, call us. Yeah, please, because <laughs> it's going to make me crazy till tomorrow. But so that, I want to put that in them next time and kind of mix, you know, because I think that cheese would melt a little smoother and, you know, anyway. Was it good? But they came out pretty good. Yeah. Not bad. And I used corn, you know, white corn tortillas, not flour. I was really trying to do something kind of like gluten-free, but yet still filling. 
that was kind of the option, the, the idea too, because the meat snacks sometimes aren't really food. <laughs> Queso <laughs> fresca, that's what it is. Queso fresca. fresca. Right, so now, there's something you haven't seen track. in a long time. It's F. I knew there was an F in it somewhere. Queso fresca. Yes. And I knew it was something okay. about fresh, and fresca's fresh. So there you, there you go. go. Queso fresca. And queso is cheese. There you go. So, yes, fresh cheese. All right. So, um, yep. And then I had a bunch of. Go ahead. You had a bunch of what? I had a bunch of fresh tortillas. And, and a lot of them, and I didn't know what to do with them. So I made enchiladas myself several months ago for the first time ever. They're not hard to make. Mm -mm. And, and, not really. and I mean, how far wrong can you go? You've got meat. You've got the tortillas. You've got the cheese. Mm -hmm. The meat is yep. braised. I think I did use a can of tomatoes. I kind of think I did, but I never write anything down, so I kind of think I did. But, uh, yeah, but they, it came out really good. It did. Yeah, no, it was and it was quick, easy, yeah. and then I have enough for the next day because it made a nice little yeah. pan out of two. Yeah. And I still have some more chicken, and then I roasted some cauliflower that some mm -hmm. managed to stay <laughs> from getting <laughs> consumed. Nicole by a has a charming dog. little dog that likes to eat everything in the kitchen. <laughs> so what else is in the what else is in the Good Eats magazine? Because we're coming up on a hard break. Oh, um, well, I'm going to probably put these enchiladas, and I roasted some cauliflower, so I'm going to do um, a roasted cauliflower version also. Okay, okay. All right, and some other Mexican cheeses. Yeah, queso fresca. Yeah, there's queso blanco, queso right. fresco, queso mm -hmm. panela. I don't okay. know that one. And queso mm. Oaxaca. All right, okay. just so you know. All right. Okay. For good. your next All right. venture. Okay. All right. Anything of great import to close with? Because we're gonna we've got about a minute. Nope. I think that's about it. I'm gonna let y'all go and enjoy the rest of the afternoon. I guess the only other thing I'd say is we're hitting springtime, and we finally have a Chantilly cake in our bakery. Ah. So I'm excited about that. That's something I've always, you know, wondered why we didn't have, and we do them now. So. Well, you I'm and a lot of other that. people will be excited about that because people love that cake. They love it. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. All right. So that's my it. dear, we will talk to All you right. next Thursday. Thanks. Yes, ma'am. Nicole All Dorignac. Right. All right. Bye bye. I can't decide if we're calling her the grocery goddess, if we have her music. We're, we're, we're in a constantly evolving state with that segment. So, we. We need to go back to the drawing board and, and tweak it. And I don't know if if music will be part of it or not. But anyway, that is Nicole Dorgnack. And she is our Thursday reporter about all things grocery and uh, and Nolan's cooking, although that wasn't very New Orleans cooking. That was uh, that was just a Mexican cooking experiment. But I'm glad we at least knew what uh, Quesa Fresca was or knew the name of it. All right, it is time for the bottom of the hour news from the Louisiana Radio Network. We'll be back with more Blather About Food. Give us a call, 556-9696. Louisiana Radio Network, I'm Brooke Thorrington. 26-year-old Jamie Souza of Ponchatoula and 47-year-old Dexter Snacknider of DeRitter have been arrested after an interagency investigation found them allegedly preying on children on social media. State Police Trooper Taylor Scrant says during the investigation, an undercover FBI agent posed as a 13-year-old online. 
Sheck Snyder and Sosa began to chat with what they presumed to be a 13-year-old child and agreed to meet the child for sexual purposes at an agreed location. When they arrived at this location, investigators took them into custody. The Secretary of State's office has restarted the process of replacing the state's current stock of 10,000 voting machines, which are decades old. Secretary of State Kyle Ardwin says the Office of State Procurement is accepting bids from vendors who can supply the state with new voting equipment. I'm excited to begin this process of bringing the best voting technology to Louisiana and continuing our tradition of delivering safe, secure, accurate, and transparent elections. LRN. Tiger Red. Tiger Red. Hey, here we go, here we go. Are you ready for football? Here at Tiger Rag, we know this is the most anticipated football season since last football season. You want fluff, eat a marshmallow. I like the taste. But if you want the dirt, Tiger Rack's got the shovel. The only way to get more info on LSU sports is by wiretapping a coach. Tiger Rack Magazine. On newsstands today and online at TigerRack.com. I'm Jim Harper, president of the Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation. On our farm in Cheneyville, my brother and I grow sugarcane, soybeans, rice, and crawfish. It's more than a living for us. It's a lifestyle, and the Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation is a grassroots organization that stands together to protect that lifestyle. You depend on agriculture, and we depend on you to join us. Visit LAFarmBureau.org, the Louisiana Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of Louisiana agriculture. AOS Interior Environments are the largest design-assist furniture, fixtures, and equipment contractor in Louisiana and Mississippi. AOS Interior Environments believe they can't succeed if those around them falter, and that's why they've partnered with Bougainvillea Productions and Soul Project NOLA for Fridays from the Funky Uncle. Fridays from the Funky Uncle is a free webcast live from the one-of-a-kind Mardi Gras float, the Funky Uncle Lounge, that features New Orleans musicians playing live music to raise money for the entertainment community of New Orleans that have been impacted by COVID-19. The best part is you can join in the funky fun time by simply going to www.fridaysfromthefunkyuncle.com every Friday night at 7 p.m. Coming to the Funky Uncle Lounge, January 28th, Leo Nogentelli and George Porter Jr.'s Mardi Gras Show. February 5th, George Porter Jr. And February 12th, Soul Project. For more info on how you can support Fridays from the Funky Uncle, go to FridaysFromTheFunkyUncle.com. AOS Interior Environments, where good design is good business. Find them on the web at ThinkAOS.com. You make me feel so young. What's our Yes, indeed. Five, five, six, nine, six, nine, six. Isn't it wonderful to feel young? I have to say it is wonderful to feel young. Tom, put your headsets on Mm -hmm. and you can join the party. All right. Uh, We have been talking about all sorts of things, most notably and recently from Nicole Dorignac, just things about the groceries and what she's cooking in her kitchen for um, Good Eats, which is the magazine uh, supplement that they have in the newspaper that Dorignax has. But before that, we were talking about, and I actually, I was really the one talking about it, and I'm just so disappointed because I think people do have these kinds of memories. I will recap what we did in the show in the very first half hour, which was a, um, there were two things that I threw out to the audience uh, based on one was based on lunch and the other was based on a conversation and an article that I read about uh, Michael Gottlieb and the bakery that his family owned for a hundred years in Savannah. Michael Gottlieb is the chef of Trifunctas, 
which is our favorite new restaurant, uh, not only on the North Shore, but period. And um, he he comes from a baking background. Of, you know, she's, he was the fourth generation <clears throat> of the bakery. And the article was in the New York Times. Someone sent it to me, and it was about the author's quest for Jewish rye bread like the kind his family had constantly. It was a staple of their house back in his years, his youth, the years of his youth, and how he has spent a lifetime, he now lives in New York, he writes for the New York Times, and he lives in New York and has spent a lifetime looking to reproduce, not reproduce, but to find a bread, Jewish rye, comparable to what Jewish rye was in his heart. And so I threw out, it's a fascinating story, and I threw out the concept that we've talked about, Tom has talked about it a lot on the air. If you have a memory of something from your early years, some very pleasing culinary memory, and you either move away or you just move away from the memory, you might not move away from the place or maybe the place is gone or whatever it is, you are separated from that experience for an extended period of time, but you carry it in your heart and you are constantly looking to somehow or another have it again. And if you succeed as the writer did in the New York Times piece, he did get to experience the Jewish rye because a relative was sick and he went back down to Savannah and he, he, he found out that the Gottliebs had reopened the bakery and he got to experience the Jewish rye again. So after many years of not being able to have that taste that's so associated in his heart with what Jewish rye should be, he was able to have it again and by golly, it was right back to where he was at the dinner table of his youth, just like in the movie Ratatouille, where the guy tastes, the, the critic tastes the ratatouille, and with one bite, he's transported to his mother's kitchen. That is a very powerful thing, to carry in your heart a memory of something that was so pleasing to you and such an emotional, warm and fuzzy blanket that you you have either one of two experiences if you get to have it again. You either are right back there, this is just like I remember it, or, oh my goodness, what was I thinking? It's kind of like when you go into a, a room or someplace that you spent a lot of time as a kid and you turn up as an adult and you say, wow, I didn't realize how small it was. So your memory is not the same, but sometimes, as in the case of this article, it is the same. So I threw that out there and got not a single call on it, except maybe Michael 75, but that was buried in his other list of things to talk about. And I really expected to hear from people about that memory, whatever it was. I mean, I have a memory of my dad bringing home Manuel's hot tamales after certain things that he did, you know, maybe a Knights of Columbus meeting or something like that. And then he would bring home what looked like a greasy football. And it was 
literally just like a football, except that it was covered in grease. And you would open it up and I can taste it. As I'm thinking about it, I can taste the manual's hot tamales. That's how vivid the memory is. He would, we had a big table and everyone would sit around the table. My mother would bring out saltine crackers and we would unroll this greasy football and, you know, through, I don't know, seven, eight, 10, 12 layers of newspaper, all of which was soaked in grease, you would, Henry's probably thinking, this doesn't sound appealing at all. <laughs> this, this, is, this is way before your time, Henry, and it's just a memory here, but, um, but it was actually really good. And you would get to the actual white paper of the tamales. And uh, they were, in fact, completely soaked in grease. But that was like the best part of it. And you would eat it with, we did anyway, we would eat it with the saltine crackers. And if I had an opportunity to eat manuals right now, I would say I wonder if it would be the same, but I kind of think it would because it's not been that long ago that I had them. It was right, they went away with Katrina. And people often talk about bringing manuals back, but you couldn't bring manuals back because the times are so different. The building is some office now, but there used to be about, I don't know, 12 women who sat in what amounted to sort of a basement rolling tamales all day. And that was it. You went to a walk-up and you picked it up at the window and you brought it home. Or if you were a kid from Jesuit, you sat on the picnic tables and had some right there. But it wasn't like a restaurant or anything. It was just a thing and a very fondly remembered thing. Same is true of Hubix Pies, which is actually about to come back. And they've been gone for, I don't know, eight years, maybe? It wasn't Katrina that did them in. It was a fire. And they've been displaced and, you know, buried in legal challenges. And now they have relocated. And I, I couldn't remember where they had relocated. But uh, they are across from Academy Sports on Clearview. And to quote Drew Ramsey... If one of those rail cars fell like it did a few years ago, it would fall right on the building. So that's where the new Hubig's Pies is. But they are not out yet and are about to open again. And I think a lot of people will have that experience. They will bite into a Hubig's Pie and they'll go, what was I thinking? Or they will go, ah, yes, exactly as I remember. So anyway, we were wondering if anyone else had those kinds of experiences. This was all inspired by that one article from the New York Times about the quest for Jewish rye. By the way, he never did find Jewish rye in New York City, which is supposed to be the best of everything. He never did find any Jewish rye there comparable to what he remembered from the Gottlieb's Bakery in Savannah. That was one thing that I threw out on the buffet in the beginning of the show. I would love to get any calls on that because I cannot believe I'm the only person, Michael75 or the guy writing the article who has those kind of experiences. I know Tom has talked about this many times on the show, so people do have these thoughts. 
And the other is onion rings, thick or thin. I was at Keith Young's today with Tom having lunch, and there were platters of big piles of gorgeous, thick, crunchy, greaseless onion rings going through the dining room. And I thought, you know what? I really want some of those, but I'm not even a thick onion ring kind of person. But they looked that good. So I thought I'd throw out the question, thin or thick onion rings. My current favorite onion ring on the South Shore is blue crab. They're not thin. They're not thick. They're about half an inch or less in thickness. They are fresh cut, ultra crispy, and impossibly delicious. Those are the ones that I'm thinking of now as my reigning favorite, although I'm sure there are others that are good as well. But uh, on the North Shore, it's Keith's. I'm going to try the big thick ones. They have thin ones down at Five Girls, which they also had at Krabby Shack. Those were the best prior to that. Anyway, 556-9696 if you'd like to talk to us. We want to talk to you. We'll be right back. Annadelle's Plantation is a stately bed and breakfast with beautiful grounds and two gorgeous rooms upstairs. It's a great getaway. The food here is that familiar Louisiana cooking inspired by Galatoire's with reasonable prices. A welcoming and cozy dining room and very special bar make this a hidden gem. Annadelle's Plantation, 71518 Chestnut Street, Covington, 985-809-7669. I've loved the Maple Street Cafe from the first time I walked into the place. Jamil Kutob turns out well-executed dishes that hint of the Mediterranean, but with a real New Orleans spirit. The grilled fish here is particularly excellent, but I have never had anything I didn't love. Call 314-9003 for their daily specials, which are exceptionally good and an exceptional value. Maple Street Cafe, 7623 Maple Street, Uptown. One of my all-time favorite restaurants is the legendary Pascal's Manali. It's now open for lunch Wednesday through Friday with happy hour specials in the dining room every day. Tuesdays, enjoy two-for-one appetizers and Hans's vodka martinis. Wednesday and Thursdays, wine and beer specials. Friday's lunch martinis are $5. Say hello to my friend Thomas at that great oyster bar when you go to Pascal's Manali, 1838 Napoleon Avenue. Reservations are recommended. Call 895-4877. I get misty just holding your hand. Yes, before we go back to chatting away, I want to mention that Norjo's is a place you should go if you are looking for, I don't know, all kinds of stuff. Premium olive oil that will make your Italian cooking what it really ought to be. If you are looking for a fantastic muffalata, theirs is the best on the South Shore. If you are looking for a sandwich you have not even discovered, the Lindy is there. It is a delicious, as in impossibly, I can't believe how good this is, delicious. And I'm not one to gush about sandwiches, but it is a pressed panini on focaccia bread that is uh, pressed in, inside the, the pressed panini is little meatballs and delicious red sauce. It is Genoa salami, uh, mozzarella, and a pesto mayonnaise that just puts it into the stratosphere of taste. 
It's called the Lindy. It's at Norjo. This is also where you will find tomorrow the cheese wheel. You can go in and pick up some pasta prepared right before your eyes. They have very unusual eclectic items for purchase there, things that you could only get in Italy or at Norjo. They have um, odd things like sesame seeds, just a really unusual group of things for purchase. It's like a place you would find in Rome, tucked away in the corner on a cobblestone street. Great wines, too, from Italy. Norjo Imports is located at 505 Frisco Avenue in Metairie, where Metairie Road meets the railroad tracks. The phone number there is 833-9240. That's 833-9240. Just a few minutes left of the show. The words to eat by today are actually by a French woman uh, who kind of reminds me of Dorothy Parker. And we'll get to her in a second. Let's go to Mike, who's calling. Hey, Mike. Hello. Hello. Mike, you I there? I was hoping it was. Mike, you Hello, around? Mike. I'm looking for a codfish cake like I had when I was a youth. I can't find one. Well, that's what it's all about. You know, we come in here and we discuss our food and all the other things. Oh, God. Thank you for the laugh. You're joking, of course. You never, ever uh, want to eat that again, correct? Oh, I would. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't remember disliking them. I just remember that they were mandatory on Fridays because we had meatless Fridays back then. I don't remember a whole lot. It was either that or fish sticks most of the time. Something huh? wrong? Actually, but fish sticks are a lot better. Tom, if you put your headset on, you can participate in the show. Let's do that. I want to give you a wine analogy to what you're talking about. Because okay. it's, one of the thing, it's one of the things that people who are, are really involved with wine learn as they go, and they sometimes get really frustrated by it. But there's a saying in the world of fine wine that there are no great wines, there are only great bottles of wine. And what that means is, is that bottle variation is a real thing. And the best wine, after having, uh, you know, people are going to come to their own conclusions with what I'm going to say next, but over the last 20 years, I've had thousands of wines. And by far, the best wine I ever had was a Bordeaux first growth called Aubryon, and it was in 1989. And it was a 1989 wine. I didn't have it in 1989. But I had it with a group of friends, and I had it at Emeralds for lunch. And to this day, I ask myself how much of my perception of that was the actual wine and how much of it was the environment and of course. the camaraderie and all the rest of it. So of when you revisit it, now I will, back at the time, one of our very generous co donors brought that bottle of wine. We had wine privileges there. We used to always be able to bring our own. And uh, she was cautioned before we pulled the cork on it. At the time, it was worth about $900, and that was probably a good 10 years ago. Now it's between 2500 and 3000 so the likelihood oh of taste, tasting that wine again is pretty slim to none. But I would be willing to bet you that if I did revisit that wine, that it, it would not live up to my expectations. Because I yeah, just, I'm, sure. I'm, really, I'm really of the mindset you can't go back. No, you, mm -hmm. you just, you just, you can't, I'll give you another example. My dad, we didn't do a lot of eating out when we were kids, but we used to, when we did go out, we occasionally went to Lenfants. Uh, mm -hmm. Was it, was it Lenfants? Right there by the, by the, uh, by the, 
the lighthouse cemeteries what was, yeah huh what was that name of that place that was bought the old the old place wait oh, which God. one are you talking about at the lake yeah, it was right by the lighthouse in the lake. I'm saying what it's been oh, a Oh, Bart's. Was it Bart's? Bart's. Bart's. That's what yeah. it was. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. the old Bart's. The old Bart's was a dump, right? You remember how rustic yeah. it was? Okay, so when we would go, my dad always got the stuffed crab, and he loved those stuffed crabs. And Bart's went out of business or something, and somebody came back using the same name. And it was a redone place. I mean, it was a lot nicer, I think, physically at that point than it ever was in the past. And I'll never forget, this was 30 years ago, I'll never forget how disappointed he was. Because he ordered the stuffed crab, and it wasn't the stuffed crab that he remembered, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I just think, I think the chances of having the experience that you are relating about the, 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 the Jewish ride are slim, because not only because of false memory, but it's hard to find a replica of what you had 30, 40 years ago. I mean, who, who's doing that anymore? You know, things have evolved and moved on so much over that well, time Well, in the case period. of the Jewish rye, it's probably exactly the same because it went through four generations of a bakery owned by the same family. So I'm sure it's exactly the same. You know what I mean? And I'm not, I'm not doubting that in that one instance that it was yeah, because right. of the, what you just said. Right. But what yeah. I'm saying is to have that kind of lineage is very rare, is what I'm yes, saying. Yes, it is. You know? It is. And that's I mean, what was so charming about the article, because it was exactly that. You know, it, it, it you go through generations of things, and it, it remains exactly the same. And so you're on this quest, and then you finally do find it, and you go, yeah, it is actually exactly the same. But yes, there are very few experiences like that. I call things like the emeralds experience that you related, I call them magical moments. And, and, right. and I have this experience, not a lot, but when I have it, I say to myself, Actually, as it's happening, I say to myself, I am going to remember this exactly like this for as long as I live. Right. And, and there are just a handful of those. I've, I've talked about one of them several times on this show. My sisters, me and Tom at Alfredo's of Rome with the guy who was a waiter singing Volare. I'll never forget it. We had dinner once at the River Cafe in New York, and you could look across the uh, East River into New York, and everything was lit up with twinkling lights before everyone had twinkling lights, only they did. And I just thought, my God, this is magical. I mean, just a handful of things will, will you know, have that connotation in your mind and yes i'm sure that if you had that wine it would not be at all the same because it was that event at that time with that wine as just one of the elements of that experience that made it so special but aren't things like that wonderful you know they're wonderful yeah i know we're coming to a close but let me tell you another another instance of disappointment um I remember as a kid when I was growing up, the Dean Martin show used to be on TV on one night a week, and everybody, you know, mm-hmm. it was a big deal, big deal back then. Mm-hmm. And for the longest time, I would go in Barnes and Noble, and they had this box set of the Dean Martin show mm-hmm. DVDs. I don't know, it was like ten or twelve of them. It wasn't cheap; it was like a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. And I thought I looked at that thing for weeks before <laughs> I made the decision to buy it. You know, uh-huh. and I and I got it home and I put it in there. 
And I started watching the first, and I realized this is so cornball. Oh, uh-huh. I mean, yeah. The humor was so green. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I thought, oh my God, whatever memories I had of this program, they're so dated, for, you know, in reality that it was just a, it was just an eye-opening experience to realize you can't go back. You just can't. You go can't back. go back, but you know what? I have a different experience when I look at that. I don't like so much where we are culturally, and I relish the simpler times. And while you can't go back, and it's probably not as funny as it was back then, I don't necessarily think that the, quote, progress that we've made has put us in a better place. You know what I mean? Uh, I agree with that, and I think I think humor humor probably suffers more than any other category from that. Yes, because agreed. I can still I can still watch the Andy Griffith show and get a lot uh-huh. out of it because it always has a little storyline, you know. Yeah, uh-huh. and uh, you know, you talk about simpler times. I mean, it's about as simple exactly. as exactly. You know? It's charming. But, uh, the humor, the humor is really dated, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. It is. You know, if you want, if you want an even better example or a more outrageous example of that, do you remember um, <laughs> Green Acres? <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and if you go back, I mean, honestly, still, I laugh at some of the stuff you know, on that we, show, we, but, we had, but you, we had a running, we had a running joke for years. One time Oliver was served a bowl of hot water from Lisa uh-huh. and he goes, Lisa, what is this? And she goes, it's hot water soup. And it's just hot water. Uh-huh. And he's looking at her in disbelief. And the old hand that he had working around a place called Ebb. Oh, I love him. And he, looks, he looks at it and he goes, mm-mm, hot water soup. <laughs> Every time, every time at the family dinner table, we would have something that we really like. Somebody would go, mm-mm, hot water soup. Well, then you have to give it credit because, look, all these years later, you're still referencing that show. To me, the pig and ebb, I don't care how many years have passed, I can still crumble with laughter at the pig and ebb. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> Good times. Thanks for the memories. I, All I, right. Talk to I you again. See ya. Bye. Oh, boy. This show can just take off in so many different directions. And Henry scratching his head going, huh? What in the world are they talking about? Which, of course, you know, would have to be because this was... This, Henry, these shows were before... You were even a twinkle in your parents' eyes, or they had just been a twinkle in their parents' eyes. That's how old those shows are. Gosh, that's kind of hard to imagine for somebody like me, only 29. Five five six nine six nine six. Memories are great. They are great. And, um, and they come from all over, and they add great texture to your life. And uh, they don't only have to be food memories, as we just... Uh, proved Mike and I. I started to talk about the French version of um, Dorothy Parker. Today is the birthday in 1873 of Sidonie Gabrielle Colette, a French novelist who wrote under her last name alone. She was highly quotable on subjects of eating, drinking, and loving. Here are a few of her memorable lines. 
The three great stumbling blocks in a girl's education are a homard, what not homard, homard de l'Americain, a bold egg, and asparagus. As he chops, cuts, slice, trims, shapes, or threads through the string, a butcher is as good a sight to watch as a dancer or a mime. And if I can't have too many truffles, I'll do without truffles. Agree. That's my philosophy. Um, moderation be damned. And I, I prove it all the time. All right. That's it for us on the food show here today on this Thursday. One more day tomorrow. Uh, oh, I have to do my uh, 75, the 75th for the 75th. Should have done that instead of the last little bit of the almanac. WGSO celebrating 75 years today, this year. They are the community voice of the Crescent City. It is a locally owned station now accepting tax-deductible donations. For their 75th anniversary, please go to WGSO and donate. Just like you do to PBS, support the station that brings you pleasure like this show. WGSO.com. Happy anniversary, 75th to them. That's it for us. We have our own website, nomenu.com. Please go there. If you missed a part of the show, you can catch it on the Food Show Podcast. That's N-O-M-E-N-U.com. That's also where you can sign up for the newsletter. You'll get it twice a week. It's got the Dining Diary, Tom's Vintage Pieces, Who's Open, What Kind of Events Are Out There, all kinds of stuff. We also have at the New Orleans Menu. Please follow us there. That's our Instagram page. That's nomenu.com and at the New Orleans menu. Tim McNally is up next with the Dine, Wine, and Spirits show. And that'll do it for us for the day. This is WGSO New Orleans. Hey, this is William Wallace with William Wallace for America. You can hear me on Tuesday nights from 5 to 6 here in WGSO 990 AM, New Orleans, Louisiana. Days. Part of unifying the country is addressing the problems that the American people are facing and working to reach out to Democrats and Republicans to do exactly that. Press Secretary Jen Psaki telling reporters that the president vowed to immediately address the pain and suffering of the American people. COVID coordinator Max Rose says the Pentagon's pandemic response so far has been largely to deploy medical military personnel. Today, there are over 20,000 National Guardsmen deployed providing COVID support, including at over 216 vaccine sites in 36 states and territories. And your final numbers on Wall Street at the closing bell, the Dow gaining 300 points to finish at 3603. You're listening to USA Radio News. As Joe Biden becomes America's 46th president, so much is happening in Washington, and millions of Americans are turning to Newsmax, a news source they can trust. Newsmax is already America's fastest-growing cable news channel, and Newsmax.com is your place for breaking news online. So download the Newsmax app now on your smartphone and start watching Newsmax TV for free. The app has no paywall and gives real news you can trust. Watch great shows with Greg Kelly, Grant Stinchfield, Dick Morris, Michelle Malkin, Diamond and Silk, Mike Huckabee, Alan Dershowitz, Sean Spicer, and a lot more. Newsmax is on all major cable systems. If you don't get Newsmax on cable, call your operator and tell them you want Newsmax. You can always switch to a new service that has Newsmax. Or watch Newsmax for free on Roku, YouTube, Apple TV, Zumo, TiVo Plus, Pluto, and smart TVs like Samsung and LG. Tune in today because Newsmax is real news for real people. 
Senator Tom Cotton called for federal authorities to remove National Guard troops from Washington, D.C., as thousands remain deployed in the nation's capital due to ongoing threats of political violence. The Arkansas senator adding on Fox News. It's kind of a generalized uh, um, threat of some kind of domestic extremism and domestic violence. Um, but it's not, to my knowledge, geared specifically towards the capital of the United States. Remember, this is the people's house. It should not be a fortress. It has to be guarded. It has to be guarded at critical moments, like on inaugurations or states of the union or joint sessions when we welcome foreign heads of state. And that force posture has to be geared towards the actual threat. But we should not turn it into a bunkered compound like so many federal buildings in Washington already are. Today is Data Privacy Day, and Americans are being urged to update and safeguard their personal information. Experts saying everyone should take the day to update their passwords. You're listening to USA Radio News. Ralph Brennan's Ralph's at the Park continues to create memorable dishes from talented chef Chip Flanagan and an inspired owner. Every dinner is discounted, as are the wines from an award-winning list. Order before 4 p.m. Wednesday through Sunday. Pick up at the curb. Take home a classic New Orleans dining experience. Check out the website with current menu at ralphsonthepark.com, 504-488-1000. Ralph's on the Park, 900 City Park Avenue in Mid-City. Hi, this is Kate Delaney from America Tonight. The show kicks on at midnight, and I'm loving the overwhelming support in New Orleans. What a group of fantastic listeners here on WGSO 990 AM. Join me every morning to catch up on what I call the buzz in your backyard and mine. You'll hear some of the most interesting people on the planet from the world of business, politics, sports, and, well, just intriguing people with a story to tell. If you're around, give us a call. Don't worry, I'll spit out the number plenty of times on the air. Let's agree to meet at midnight right here on WGSO 990 AM in New Orleans. Clear skies overhead tonight, a cold night, and those temperatures dip somewhere close to upper 30s, low 40s. There may be some patches of frost to the morning. Friday should be a nice start to the weekend. Afternoon, morning sunshine. Afternoon, high temperatures about 60. Tomorrow night, some clouds increase, so increasing clouds to partly cloudy at times Saturday. Lows in the morning, 40s to 50. In the afternoon, will be approaching 70. Sunshine Sunday afternoon after early morning rain, 60s will stay steady throughout the day. Ralph Sanji, WGSO. At Social Security, we are always thinking of ways to save you time and make things easier. That's why we created My Social Security. A My Social Security account allows you to access your earnings history and benefits information, request a replacement Social Security card, get a proof of income letter, estimate and apply for benefits, and more. Save time. Go online. Open a My Social Security account at ssa.gov slash myaccount. Social Security. Securing today and tomorrow. Welcome to the New Orleans Dine, Wine, and Spirits Show, your daily opportunity to hear what's going on in the world of beverage and dining in New Orleans and around the world. Your host is Tim McNally. Tim welcomes your phone calls and your questions. Call 504-556-9696. Now, here's your host, Tim McNally. 
right, let's get to it. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? The day started out pretty chilly, and it's not exactly warm right now, but it is beautiful. You got a little jacket? That'll make it work for you. 55 degrees out there in the city of New Orleans. We're expecting no precipitation. Humidity is well below 50%. Uh, a little low wind down there at 10 miles an hour. This is about as warm as we're going to get today. Uh, this will do it. And uh, tonight we're going to be back into the mid-40s on the uh, south shore, probably upper 30s on the north shore. Going to be pretty chilly. But tomorrow we're going to be about 6 to 10 degrees warmer than this. We're going to be up around in the mid-60s, lower 60s. Clear skies like it is today. Beautiful, sunshiny day. And then over the weekend, Saturday, we're expecting some clouds to come in. There's a front going on, uh, but we're not going to get cold. Uh, in fact, we're going up in temperature at 72 degrees on Saturday. Sunday, expecting maybe a couple of showers, but nothing grand. Uh, we'll be at uh, upper 60s on Sunday. So as you look at all of those um, all of those pictures of news footage uh, of people slipping and sliding in snow and go, slipping off the highway into snowbanks and all that. Think about that. Think about that and think about where you live and uh, how many of those people would love to be under these conditions. So uh, it's uh, really, really something amazing. Uh, hope you're having a good day. It's a pretty nice week. Uh, we are uh, uh, in carnival season, uh, but this is the carnival season that doesn't feel like carnival season. So it's up to us to create our own fun and excitement. And uh, the uh, float houses are getting quite a nice uh, bit of uh, acknowledgement, and they should. Uh, people who have decorated their homes to look like carnival floats, and uh, they're all over town. Uh, and uh, they are, they, they're doing a, they've done a great job on this. I hope this is a tradition, uh, the beginning of a tradition that stays with us. I hope that people, uh, even though we're going to hopefully be in parades next year and uh, have our, our carnival crews back and active uh, with the beads flying through the air, I hope that uh, there are people that say, well, you know, I've already got all the stuff for the house. I think I'll just put it back up again and uh, see how that works out. So please, don't throw it all away. Stay with it. And uh, just uh, go ahead and, um, and have a, a, a good time of it all. Uh, if, by the way, uh, you are interested in sort of eating like carnival, uh, muffaladas, jambalaya, um, and drinking like carnival with uh, Pimm's Cups, uh, Rouse at the Park is doing their um, – uh, pop-up, I guess, is what they're calling these things, uh, doing their pop-up uh, for um, uh, an homage to Napoleon House uh, out there at, uh, at City Park. And, um, and uh, so uh, you can call over there and order, uh, uh, talk to them about the menu and that sort of thing, and order the um, 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 stuff that, that, you know, the, the food. The, the carnival food that you want to enjoy. And uh, that's that's all uh, well and good and a fun thing to do. Uh, but uh, let's uh, you're going to have to uh, do that today and um, and have the uh, have the stuff ready for your pickup tomorrow uh, uh, afternoon. And then you can party like it's really carnival. 
which seems like a real good idea. Uh, and I think it's a good idea to, uh, to support Ralph's on the park, uh, which is um, doing a pretty good job. And they'll even deliver it if you want them to deliver it. So uh, there you go. If I seem a little distracted, it's because I am trying to pull up a website or two to share with you. And um, my uh, computer has decided to be uh, what we call recalcitrant. Yes, very difficult to deal with. There are afternoons, right, where these machines act like they're not a part of it all. So uh, they, they just pick the, the darndest moments to get up there. So uh, the Friday Mufalada uh, at uh, Rouse in the Park uh, tomorrow. It's a curbside pickup, um, and you can pre-order uh, what they call the best of Napoleon House package, which includes a whole Mufalada, a quart of jambalaya, some shrimp ramelade, and a crostini. Uh, you can also um, uh, order Pim's Cups to go. And uh, that uh, best of Napoleon House package is feeds four, they say, and uh, it's about $45, $44.95 plus tax. Uh, you can get a signature mufalata from Napoleon House um, for $20. That feeds two to four people. The Pims Cups, uh, traditional Pims are $18 uh, for there. And uh, you have to purchase food for the Pims Cup. And then uh, there is a King Cake uh, that they have available for $24, uh, $20 traditional. Uh, but if you want something special like, uh, the chocolate black and gold is $24 and the King's cakes are from Brennan's. So a, a lot of our grand restaurants are now doing King cake, uh, which is kind of a cool idea. And I hope that sticks around. Um, I know that Galatoire's is doing it. Um, Broussard's is doing it. Um, Ralph's at the Park is doing it. Uh, Dickie Brennan is doing it. So, uh, and come on, who doesn't love king cake? So let's, uh, let's look, it's, as I said, it's carnival.